The KWSN Fan Line brought to you by Tires, 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 your give-you-more tire and automotive store with two stores to serve you. Go to Tires3.com. John Gaskins with Chris Johnson, the head basketball coach, University of Sioux Falls men. It is Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. The free KWSN app. You can get it on your phone. You can get it at home in your smart speakers. And you've already received feedback, Chris, on your first (laughs) segment out of nine here in your maiden voyage of sports talk radio hosting. And who, who hit you up? Yeah, yeah, a college teammate that now lives in Indianapolis uh, tweeted at me that he was so bored during the coronavirus pandemic that he was listening. He's a big Bears fan. Yeah. Listening to me talk about the Vikings on a radio station in South Dakota. Yeah. So there you go. We got one more <laughs> listener today. There you go. So if I lose you one, we're even. It's so, kind of, you know, it sounds so Looney Tunes that just what you said, that uh, it almost works. Yeah. <laughs> Why not give it? It's the pandemic. Give it a shot. Um, all kinds of things you can try. And uh, I, I know the man we have on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line has, uh, I mean, before, pre this, when he was still working, before he retired, boy, what a time to get out, by the way, of the workforce. Um, you know, he was, he, talk about somebody who's always trying new things, watching and reading new things. So somebody we were uh, hoping to have on just as a perfect guest when this thing was hitting back in March, but... A few things got in his way, um, but he's with us now on the Tires, Tires, Tires family, and we both know him. We both love him. Uh, a lot of people right here on KWSN know him and love him because he has been the voice of the University of Sioux Falls Cougars for over 20 years. He is Tom Frederick joining us here on Craig and John. You go ahead and give him a hand. Uh, what's up, TF Muggs? Uh, not much. I'm just uh, right now waking up from a nap. No, <laughs> Is that normal for you at this time of day? No, no. Normally, I'd be out mowing the lawn or something like that, but it's just a little bit uh, dampish yet and a little bit coolish for my taste. Yeah. And you've been retired for how long now? Uh, July 28th, 2017, if I remember correctly. Oh, goodness. Not that he was counting or whatever, but he had the exact date. <laughs> well, he counts things. Uh, he <laughs> yep, did that for a does. living, for, for being the voice of the University of Sioux Falls men's and women's basketball, doubleheaders back-to-back on Friday nights across the uh, upper Midwest, but also USF football. Very uh, organized guy with his numbers. And But I don't know if everybody knows this, Tom, that your day job, you were in radio at one point, in fact, both here and up in the Twin Cities, but uh, what, what, what did you retire from in 2017? Uh, I was an underwriter at CNA Surety Company, formerly Western Surety here in Sioux Falls. Wow. And did you like it? Uh, I retired. <laughs> that sounds like my dad went his job when he retired. I was there for over 26 years, and it just, you know, you reach a certain point in your life that you just can't get up in the morning and go to that cubicle any longer. And uh, my wife at the time was very uh, forgiving, not forgiving, but she was allowing. And she said, if, if you don't feel like working anymore, you don't have to. You put in a a long, hard, nearly 40 years of labor. So, Wow. And, uh, and I'm, I'm guessing you do not regret that decision. Not one. Not one day 
since then have I regretted it? Yeah, you never missed it. You never want to go back to that office. Nope. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so, so you're not like a you know professional basketball player that uh, hung him up and then wanted to come back six months later. You were done. You were no. done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't miss the camaraderie of the cubicle. Go ahead. Yep, with the cubicle anyway, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure someone else will tell me when I'm done doing my other uh, gig at, at some time. Maybe it'll be me. Maybe it'll be somebody saying, hey, you just can't do it anymore. And we got to turn you out to pasture. But we'll see. Mm. And so, by the way, uh, for, how has that freed things up and affected, if at all, your your gig? Which is th- this is now your only gig, and it's a you know it's a labor of love for you. It always has been calling USF basketball, but uh, you know not a lot of guys in our business get that chance. Like that's your only job. You know, most of us have to have other jobs. Um, so how, what's it been like? What's the difference with just that being it? A when, lot easier. Yeah. So much easier. I mean, I work twenty. Well, I would say from 91 until the 17, 26 years doing two jobs. And, you know, by the end of the seasons, whether it be football or basketball, it was stressful. But now with not having to get up and work the the grind Monday through Friday, it is so much easier. It's like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders. You can prepare during the day. uh, You can prepare late at night. You can... Do it any time you want. It's just so much easier, and uh, uh, I'm glad I did it, for sure. Drowning himself in the world of stat sheets and uh, usfcougars.com, getting ready to make uh, Chris Johnson and his men's basketball team sound that much better. He's Tom Frederick, voice of the USF Cougars, here on your home for the coup. Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. I'm John Gaskins. Chris Johnson, the USF men's coach, in for Craig Maddock today. You know, I don't, I don't think people probably understand, like when Tom says he was doing two jobs, he's the most organized and prepared radio guy I've ever been around. And uh, I need to say that. I want to say that. I have this platform. I'm going to use it for yeah. that. Um, I might be biased, but so I know how much time he puts into it. So I know he's still busy, even if you say that's his, his only gig. And the one thing I was thinking, I get a chance to interview Tom. Like he interviews me all the time. And Tom, I don't have a little sheet worth of questions here, so I don't. I'm not as prepared as you were. Um, but I would ask you this: What's the the current either TV show or book that's uh, keeping you busy? Uh, I've got two books right now, right beside me here. One's by C.J. Box. It's a mystery. I love that genre. It's a Joe Pickett novel. It's about a Wyoming uh, game warden. It's a series. I think I'm probably about 16 books into that series. And the other one is a history book, When Books Went to War. It's about um, the advent of the paperback book going to uh, Europe and the South Pacific in World War II. So GIs could have their minds taken away from the foxhole they were in or the uh, ship they were on and the fear of... uh, of uh, German planes or Japanese planes attacking them. It's just it's just fascinating to read this book, When Books Went to War, by Molly Guptill Manning. It's about five years old. It's been on my shelf, and uh, I ran across it the other day and said, hey, i got to read this. 
Now, yeah. it, that all sounds fantastic, but, I mean, Tom, everybody knew all that. I mean, everybody knew <laughs> yeah. about the history of the paperback book. So, but I'm glad yeah. you finally have got up to speed on it. <laughs> I know That's this. crazy. That's how they got started, huh? Yep. Wow. Sweet. I know the first time I got on the bus, uh, I, I'm looking over, at, and Tom and I were getting to know each other, and he says, do you read? And I said, not, not a chance. <laughs> and I felt like... He was like the disappointment on his face when he could see that I wasn't a red human being like like he is. I'm I'm a movie and TV guy. Uh, I just I'll never forget that look. That's for sure. Uh, you've got to read those Longmire books, Coach. The Longmire television series was great, but the books add so much more to the character of Walt Longmire and the, his crew and the. Uh, the Absaroka County Sheriff's Department, it's its beyond belief. It just adds so much to it. Now, would you find Longmire, the TV series, uh, to be more or less enjoyable than Brockmire, the TV series? <laughs> Entirely different genre. <laughs> exactly. And I, I'm not finished with Brockmire yet this year, and I don't really care for the turn it's taken jumping well into the future, into the, what, 2030s now, and and he's the commissioner of baseball. I don't know. I like the first three seasons much better than this year. But I'm going to dive into the final uh, few that I've got on my DVR and, and finishing them out here in uh, quick fashion. You a fan yourself? Yeah. The first three seasons this year, yeah. they jumped a shark. I, 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 I can't yeah. get into I, this I haven't years. started. For those who haven't, and when we're talking to a sports crowd here on local sports radio, uh, if you have not seen Brock Meyer, I mean, you probably will like it. Of course, Tom and I, and Chris, I mean, all big sports fans, but Tom and I being play-by-play broadcasters, I mean, this was just right up our alley. It's a little lewd, a little crass, blue humor, dark. Gets really dark, but man, it is good. I mean, you get, it's, and it's very little about sports. It is a little bit. Um, they're, they're, but it's mainly just, it's, uh, you know, like a lot of shows, just life. But where does it rank? Do, do you rank your favorite books and TV shows and movies since you've seen so many of them, Tom? Uh, no, I, I don't rank them. I keep track of them, yeah. but I don't rank them. Is Brockmire well, up there, though? Uh, Brockmire, the first uh, two, three seasons, was very good. Yes. Laugh out loud, funny, good. Yes. As you mentioned, it was it's lewd. There's a lot of uh, profanity, nudity, mm-hmm. uh, sexual content. Drugs. Uh, but Hank Azaria, man, the, the guy is something else. Yeah. Just blows me away. And uh, when he gets real members from the sporting community to join in, i.e. I, Joe Buck, it's just uh, even that much more fun. Yeah, the Bob Costas got in there as well. And, yep. uh, yeah. So, so what is up there for you? Just uh, TV slash docu-series like you, you I, I already understand you like to classify and categorize but like for, okay so just purely tv shows tv series all time where where what would be your mount rushmore uh west wing okay um uh, oh uh that's a good one uh here's it's going to come out of left field i don't know if you'll in, you'll think less of me or different of me but gilmore girls I really enjoyed that with my wife and daughter back in the day. Uh, you know, Bosch. Bosch. A current, a current show on Amazon Prime based on the books by Michael Conley and the policeman in Los Angeles, Harry Bosch. Okay. It's very good. Uh, you're talking sitcoms. you got to go back to the Dick Van Dyke show, Mary Tyler Moore show, Cheers, MASH, all that genre. Now, 
it'd be a show like uh, one that really knocks my socks up is Brooklyn Nine Nine, Andy Samberg. Uh, okay, I, I gotta try that. I can, it looks too goofy, and but I shouldn't be that highbrow if Tom Frederick likes Brooklyn Nine One One. Yeah, I mean it's it's okay. laugh out loud funny. Uh, by the way, have you have you go ahead? I'm sorry. For the older crowd, uh, also on Netflix, a couple of shows: Grace and Frankie with Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, yes. Sam Waterston, and uh, and Martin Sheen, and then also the Kaminsky Method with Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin. I've tried both. If Love them. Want, yeah. If you want to laugh? Yes. Those shows are for you. Yes, and they, and all of them still have their fastball, pretty much. Uh, they and, do. and they're all extremely well written. Um, well, I got to ask you this, Tom, okay. because Amy just texted me because West Wing is like her all-time favorite show. To ask you if you ever watch Madam Secretary, then? Oh, I love Madam Secretary too. You're going to end up being her favorite person in Sioux Falls <laughs> by the end of this interview, Tom. And when Madam Secretary became Madam President, I was all for that. Wow! All right, um, I've always wanted to do this. Cross this off the list of things I'd want to do before I don't get to do this show anymore. Talk to Tom Frederick about books and TV. We haven't even done movies yet, but uh, Tom, if you don't mind sticking around, um, you know we'll just keep. Uh, Having a lovely conversation on a Thursday afternoon in May. And we're back with Tom. Ours too. Tom Frederick is on the fan line. Chris Johnson, USF men's coach in for Craig. It's Craig and John, Fox Sports 981, AM 1230, KWSN.com. Can't hear the show on the radio? No problem. We're always live at KWSN.com and on the free, easy to download KWSN mobile app. Dust Techs. WePlayClean.com. He's Craig Baddock, out for the day. Back tomorrow, Chris Johnson, USF men's basketball coach in Craig's chair. Not in an undisclosed location, but actually right here in the studio. Tom Frederick, voice of the Cougars for over 20 years on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. Uh, We've chatted about his favorite books, ones he's reading now, favorite TV shows. Um, If you're looking for new things to do while we still don't have sports in the pandemic, and you didn't hear it, then I suggest our podcast of that first part of the interview, Marv's Body Shop podcast page at kwsn.com. By the way, Chris was bringing up a good point that you were asking about Tom, since he reads all these books and watches all the, these TVs. You want to go ahead and yeah, ask him? I, I'm really curious. Do you miss sports on TV? You know, because you have enough other interests where a guy like me who doesn't read is done with <laughs> Netflix and needs baseball and basketball and hockey to come back in the worst way. I would love to see the Twins, yeah. I'd spend some time watching Twins, and the NBA playoffs would be now, so I'd be checking in on that. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm missing it, just like every red-blooded American male, I think. But uh, I think I, I'm better adept at uh, finding things to fill my time than you might be at this point. <laughs> yeah, I have kidding. four young ones that fill my time perfectly right. without right. it, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, they're done there. Yep. Yep. And the kids are out of the house. Um, so we were going to, we, as we said, we were going to bring Tom on to have this conversation to help people through the pandemic. Um, and then something in your life came up, Tom, that kept you occupied for about a month. And, and you, you publicly made it uh, aware on, on Twitter yesterday. But um, just how, how have you been? Tell people what happened and uh, how have you been? Well, it's been an experience, uh, one that I never thought I would encounter at this age in my life. Uh, Back in November, my wife Mary was diagnosed with cancer. It 
just before the USF football playoff game at, um, where'd we go? Colorado Mines, I think. And um, she had her right kidney removed, and the uh, pathology report showed it was cancerous. So it was an aggressive cancer, and they wanted to aggressively treat it with chemotherapy. So they got started before Christmas. Uh, Her big scar on her right side of her body healed up sufficiently that the oncologist said, yep, uh, let's go after this because uh, we don't want to wait around. It, it, It wouldn't be good to wait. So the treatment regimen started before Christmas. Uh, the first two rounds went pretty well, but by, oh, late February, things, uh, she just wasn't feeling well. And in March, she didn't have a day where she felt good at all. And by the end of March, March 21st, um, she contracted pneumonia, went to the hospital, and that was just, you know, at the time that the the pandemic was really uh catching fire, so to speak. It was the week before that that the NCAA tournament had been postponed. Uh, She was diagnosed with pneumonia, and at the same time, the x-ray showed that the cancer had spread to her lungs. And um, it wasn't that much longer, a couple weeks later, that that she passed. Uh, As I mentioned, it was a very aggressive cancer, and the aggressive treatment that she was undergoing didn't even make a dent in it. And um, at one point, she didn't know if it was a cumulative effect of the chemotherapy that was making her feel so bad or if something else was going on. And and ultimately, it, it turned out that something else indeed was going on. The cancer had spread through her body, and, and uh, she went quickly. April 6th, she passed away. And uh, my wife was the most optimistic and upbeat person you could ever meet. She was an oncology nurse herself back in the early 80s when it started uh, uh, on a floor over at McKinnon Hospital. She worked at Avera for over 40 years. She knew what it was, what the possibilities were, but she and I never dreamed that it would end like this and as quickly as it did. I thought we would uh, live until our 80s, you know. As a couple of old codgers <laughs> moving out of this house that we've lived in for over 30 years, moving into a, a town home or something and spending the, the winters in California where we have a daughter and son-in-law and two grandkids. And um, it's just not going to not going to play out that way. Uh, we, we went back to you retiring. And by the way, we're so sorry. I didn't get to meet her. I'm sure you did, Chris. Yep. Yeah, and, and the, probably the hardest thing for the whole thing for our community, USF, is that it was during a pandemic, so we couldn't put our arms around Tom the way we wanted to because I can tell you, you know, everyone that listens to your show knows, like, I went through this with my dad a couple years ago, yep. and uh, Tom and Mary were just awesome to me, you know, and I was you're trying to find a way to repay that, and it's hard during this time. All you make a phone call and a text and so obviously hopefully tom you know we're all thinking about you and and uh, oh, anything yeah. you ever need you know yep. um hopefully this will clear soon enough that we can do a memorial service a celebration of her life before um it gets too far into the future but uh, mm-hmm. that's on the horizon sometime once this this uh all clear is given by the the uh, scientific and health 
community. Well, we've heard about what uh, you know the coronavirus does to those who are the most vulnerable, just how fast it hits, and in some cases. Carl Anthony Towns' mom to cherry picking a celebrity. Uh, it, it happens fast. You, the, the, you, the cancer diagnosis was November, and you got until April sixth. What advice would you have to people who, if you know it's that uh, you know you're on borrowed time, and uh, how, how to spend those how to spend those moments with somebody you thought you were going to get to spend a lot more time with? What did you learn, yeah, or what can you tell people? Don't don't take anything for granted because never did I dream that she wouldn't beat cancer. I will never underestimate this dreaded disease again, but uh, don't take anything for granted. Uh, tell people you love them every day. Don't uh, just, all I can say is don't take anyone for granted. Yeah, for sure. There you go. Um, you've been, have you, have you been, and have you been able to get through the days since then? How do you get through the days since then? Uh, occupy your mind doing stuff. Uh, I've been writing a lot of thank you letters, a lot of thank you notes for people who, uh, made memorials in her name. Um, people at church and neighbors have been so kind to me. My wife was a great cook. Man, was she a cook from breakfast to lunch to dinner to dessert. She could cook like nobody. Uh, and my son picked up that trait. He's a cook here in town, and my daughter is a great cook. But guess who isn't? <laughs> me. Me. I can make toast. I can make mashed potatoes. And that's about it. And a lot of people from church and a lot of neighbors have kept me uh, fed. So I've been thanking them with thank you notes and doing things for them if I can. And so it's, uh, you know, just keep yourself occupied. You- there's a lot of personal details that, that go into... Uh, one's life, and when someone passes, you've got to cross T's, dot I's, and contact insurance companies, and and pay bills and yeah. things like that. So um, that's what I've been spending a lot of my time doing. You know, I, I'm I'm certainly not making light of this situation, Tom, as you know. But and we only have just over a minute. Sounds Sorry. like you might need to work in a cookbook into this yeah. book reading, <laughs> or has it been a lot of takeout lately, like everybody else? No, I, I I've made a. A conscious decision in my mind that I will learn how to cook. My son is going to teach me how to scramble eggs, <laughs> hamburger, I can even do and that. things like that. So I will get I will get a handle on it. I promise you. Guys. Yeah, Chris, I think you'd agree. I think Tom could be a great cook because having been an underwriter and very meticulous with his notes and his stats uh, and, and math that has to go on through your head, calling football and basketball games, the measurements and as long I, as you got a recipe, I'm guessing yeah. it'll, it'll turn out perfectly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. But I should be able to follow the recipe. You'll be more disciplined. The end result, than, I don't know. You'll be more disciplined and patient than most people would be. By the way, we have less than a minute. Did, speaking of movies, did you ever see the movie about Schmidt? Yeah, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Down when, in Omaha. When he had to kind of learn how to, uh, you know, live with uh, mm-hmm. after uh, after the unexpected. Uh, you know, they're not having her around anymore. So uh, hopefully, you're doing better than him. But. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Tom, thank you so much. Hey, yeah, maybe you'll go on a road trip and meet Kathy Bates in a hot tub. There you go. You got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, I, I sure do. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we love you. Thanks, and uh, and uh, best of luck. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Tom Frederick, voice of the University of Sioux Falls Cougars. Quite a story. We're so appreciative for him to join us. And uh, 
best goes out to the entire USF community. Matthew Collar, Vikings beat writer, one of the best, with us next on Schedule Day here on KWSN, home of the coup.